Hey folks, I'm Isaac, and I am a Fleet Master. And I'm Claire, and I keep playing the same game. <laughs> I think we've used that one. Anyway, and this is... Make, Make that, that game. game! Where we pitch the latest. The greatest. New video game ideas. That word, um... We're not game developers. We don't make these things. We just talk about them. Okay, so, Isaac... What have you been playing lately? What's been your game game of the week? Well, sadly, and now this is this is gonna sound a lot like last week. Huh? Weird. Weird. I w- there's a week long wedding, and then a weekend wedding, and that you know when you do that, you don't have much time for gaming. So, but the gaming that I did did was did do was they did it? that mm-hmm. I completed that expedition from No Man's Sky that I keep talking about. So that's Woo! done. That's over and done Woo! with. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned this briefly <laughs> in the last episode. Recruiting that one of the missions is that you have to recruit like eight frigates to your fleet. So you have a freighter. And you have a fleet of frigates. And you send those off to do missions and stuff. You need to recruit eight of them. And the I couldn't find any anywhere. Like So they'll spawn in space and you fly up to them. And they'll be like, hey, you want to you wanna hire me? And you go, yes. I couldn't find them. And then I like was like, where do I find? Like, did they turn this off, make it really hard for the expedition? And I looked it up online. No, it's just because expeditions by default have you in multiplayer everybody else was buying every frigate before I got there. So I had to turn off multiplayer and then it was just like, Oh yeah, no, there's actually loads of frigates all around for you to buy. So I was like, okay, cool. Got them. And, uh, that was basically the last thing I needed to do. So I had already done the rest of the quit, the rest of the quests, uh, which it's funny. You can do things like so incredibly out of order. Um, it's not like you have to do quest A in order to do quest B. Like, you can do quest Z before quest A. But what I found is that some quests give you some really seemingly weird items, but it's a very, like, secret tool that will help us later kind of thing. Because, like, one of the things... You can get this item that's like a quantum computer, but really the only thing that that's usually good for is, like, crafting some things and selling for money. But mm-hmm. one of the later quests required me to have a quantum computer to, like, actually craft something. And I was like, oh, that's why they gave it to me in, like, the fourth quest. They gave me this weird item that I just sold immediately uh, because wow. I needed this much, much, much later. So basically, in the future, next time I play one of these expeditions, I'm going to have to read every single quest and kind of plan out, like, which rewards are really important but seemingly stupid but yeah so when when you complete it you get the fleet master cape and a couple other things and then you can say like convert your expedition save into like the open world game but i i haven't 
I haven't done that yet. Even with the last expedition, because it's like I I don't have much urge to play the open world version anymore. No Man's Sky is seemingly for me now a game that I will play when they do a big update and have a new expedition, and I'll play it until I'm done with that, which is about you know ten to fifteen hours based on the playtime of the last two, and then I just don't play it again for two three months. Okay. So yeah, All right. that's that's my gaming endeavors. Uh, I did see on Steam it popped up. It's a game called Escape Simulator by Pine Studio, and it's basically it's a escape room. Okay. Okay. Game that I want to try out, and I think that you would also be interested in it. So let's convene after we record would this love episode. To. Yeah, and I just remembered and... we still haven't downloaded Bear and Breakfast, and I think that needs to happen. Oh, yeah. I think we need to try Bear that game out. So next, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have a couple uh, fresh, fresh new games to talk about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully there won't be any more week-long weddings. <laughs> and I'll be, I'll be very, <laughs> uh, I'll be very critical of that escape room game because as the listeners may or may not know, I used to work at an escape room. I was a game master there. Mm -hmm. escape rooms have a very near and dear place in my heart but i also really understand how they work and i played some escape room there's a game called oh no what's it called something something about dying oh man it was on the playstation virtual reality but i think that you could get it on other platforms Mm -hmm. i i'm not familiar at all i wonder if i'm I'm just gonna quickly google it see if i can find it i can't help you out die virtual reality I expect you to die. Wow. I Googled PlayStation Die Virtual Reality, and I got it immediately first result. And it just came up. Thank you, Google. That's incredible. Um, Yeah, I expect you to die. That was one of the early games I played in virtual reality, and it's so fun. So you basically sit in a chair, which I thought was, like, novel for VR. Usually you're standing up. Um, But it's designed. (laughs) So, like, all the puzzles are, like, you sitting in a chair. Um, And so you have to, like, reach around you and, like, look around you. And it's basically escape rooms, but you die all the time that's why it's called i expect you to die because like every time you play like you die like there's so many triggers to death but then like the next time you play you can go the next step further because you know not to like do the thing that just killed you so it was super fun i played that for hours um so like that's a really good escape room game what's funny is uh, so I made a game with a friend a couple of years ago. We like worked relentlessly on this thing. And that was basically the concept of the game was that you were like running through a dungeon and th- it kept killing you in ridiculous ways. And the goal was just to like learn all the ways that it would kill you until you could go through the entire dungeon. And it eventually evolved into just a generic dungeon crawler and then nobody cared about it. Uh, and then it died. Aww. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, <laughs> this is why I do a podcast about game design and I don't dev games myself. No, I'm just kidding. I actually do make games. I work on games every week. Yeah, you do. I just don't talk about those because, uh, you know, I don't want people to make my game. I want to make my game myself. Right, right, right. That has to stay TM, TM, TM. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. So, yeah, uh, your latest gaming endeavors yeah. so, or news right. that you've learned. Yeah, so again, like, same as you, not really a lot of time to game lately, Um, but I have been kind of like, what? Oh, I was just doing, like, a silly Uh, little gasp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But <laughs> I've been kind of like itching to play games. So I want to say some games I'm excited to try again. Um, I do want to play The Sims. I feel like I say this every time. And I just never do. And it's just, it feels like you such. You love The Sims. It just feels like such a lift to play it. It just mm-hmm. feels like such so much work to play it, which is so sad because it used to be the thing I was most excited to play. Um, I also like, obviously I want to finish Oxenfree. I'm still kicking away at that. Um, I've kind of wanted to replay Link's Awakening for the Switch oh, uh, yeah? ever since we watched the speed run. And I just remembered how absolutely adorable the animation is. And like, I could probably go through <laughs> it so much faster now because I know how to play games now. So, but it's been long enough. It's been like, probably like two and a half years since I played it. So like, it would still be like fun and surprising. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking about it. I think you should. I think it's, I should too. It, it'll be a fun revisit. And then I was also getting like wanting to get back into Subnautica um, because I haven't played that in a while. And I was remembering how fun it is to like collect all the elements to like build cool things and see where I'm at in my quests because I don't really remember. But I am a little concerned that I'll feel sick, even though I didn't feel very sick playing it. I don't know. I just my experience with Stray where it was just like so bad. I'm like, I don't know. What if something changed in my brain and I can't do it anymore? Like I couldn't even watch oh, you no. play No Man's Sky. To be fair, I was doing a lot of space swervy, yeah, flippy, directionless nonsense. Yeah, maybe one of the reasons I like Subnautica is because the camera is pretty slow because it's simulating swimming through water, which is slower than walking. Oh yeah, that might be why. Anyway, so hopefully I get back on that. And then I was hoping to be able to tell you news that we know Kirby's release date. And who knows? Maybe by the time this podcast comes out, they'll have announced it. I don't know. But right now, it still just says 2022, which is like okay. And it's the summer, and it's yep. like okay, but it is like mid-August, so yeah, let's we're, pick we're up running the pace. Out of summer. Kirby's Dream Buffet. Let's pick it up. I want to play it. Nintendo. I heard about it. Don't lie to me. Um, all right, we need this game. <laughs> we need this game. So that's uh, that's kind of my what's been going on in my game and gaming brain lately. Um, so yeah, Isaac, do you have a game you want to honk and or bonk today? I actually don't. You don't. Oh no, that happens. Right? I haven't. I haven't played any new games. That's so, okay. and and like so, like I don't want to go out and honk and bonk like a forty-year-old game because like there's games that I played that I have vivid memories of that I could honk and bonk. But like, I don't know. I I I know that what last week or two weeks ago I did Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which is a decade old, but. You know, to some extent, I just I, I I can't go out there and just be like, oh yeah, go pick up this like Game Boy Color game. Well, I mean, I don't think we're, I don't think of our honks and bonks as necessarily ones for a game because it's also just talking about game design elements we like and don't like. Yeah, which old games can have. Uh, you're right. I for some reason when I was prepping for this episode, I was thinking it more like we are a yeah, video no, game review we're a show. Game design but podcast. we are not a video game review show. We are a game design pod Hi, oh, I messed this no, up. Okay. I'm sorry, listeners. That's all I right. failed this week. It's okay. But um Good. I'll make it up next week. You better. <laughs> Do you have a game to honk and bonk to make up I for do. my failures? I do. And it is gonna be a quick one. Um <gasps> Good. So it is called Roman Space Explorer. And it's another yes. What? It's another um what should I say? Browser kind of old school uh arcade style game. And it is but this one is okay. by NASA. <laughs> Woo. Okay, so Yeah, so NASA made it. 
what? I believe. Let me just see. There might be another. Excuse I'm just going to quickly me? see. There might be like another developer on this, but I know it is a government. Oh, wait. Sorry. It's called Roman Space Observer is the game. I got the whole game wrong. Okay. All right. And what was the URL? So it's roman.gsfc.nasa.gov slash game. And I will link it for sure. Okay. Um. So it is a game. So people may or may not have heard of the Roman Space Telescope, the new big space telescope that everyone loves um, with the pretty, pretty pictures. Yes, we remember. Oh, we're not talking about like ancient Rome. We're t- no, like there is a new telescope called the Roman the Telescope. Nancy Grace Roman Space Telescope. So okay, <laughs> okay, that makes so much more sense. I was sitting here like, okay, so you're like a legionnaire exploring space. That sounds interesting. NASA made this. What? Yeah, so okay. NASA made this. So game credits. So uh, it says um, the development team GMG World Media. Nalacom development team um and then yes so you can see all the names there okay so yeah so anyway so roman space explorer so you play as a telescope and you have to hover over different parts of the um sky and different celestial objects come in and out of the screen and you have to like capture them by hitting the space bar and then you get points depending on how many celestial objects and which type you get to see and then um those are you only have one minute to do that so it's a really quick game. So that's how you play. Okay. So so you when you you just press the the space bar or Yeah, you use you you move the telescope around with your arrow keys and you hit the space bar to capture. Oh, okay. So like you you target them and then space. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nifty. Yeah, so we'll jump into the honks in the box. So uh, the first honk is that I really like the style. Um, it really looks just like an old school arcade game. Like I feel like I could walk into an arcade and see that game, um, which I think is cool. They use like some very nice like bright colors and like really interesting designs for representing c- celestial objects. So I just find it really fun that way. Um, and it's super simple. Um, I also really like that it's only a minute long. I like that... You know, I guess we've talked about this before, how like that's really the arcade game style is to have this timed thing that you have to yeah. see how, how fast you can get a high score of. Um, and I think that's pretty fun. And it also makes it a quick game. So like, I don't know, it was something easy for me to, to honk and bonk because I could just play it a couple times and be like, all right, ready to go. Played yeah. the whole game. Um, and then my <laughs> final my final honk is that it is connected to a real telescope. So it's kind of cool that like. It's building off of, like, they basically made that game, right? Like, they, they were yeah. like, can we make a game based on our telescope? Sure. Uh, <laughs> and there's all these, like, you know, you can learn about the telescope on the web page and, like, learn about each celestial object on the web page. So that's kind of cool, too. So it's also so kind it's of a, a learn them up Yeah, it's like I keep picking these <laughs> learn them up games. Um, the bonks, though, the bonks is there's not much to do. So because it's only a minute long and there's no other levels, like, it's not like each level's a minute and then, like, things increase. It's like... It's just a minute long game. Like that's it. There's no. Oh. There's no increase. There's no continuing. It's just how much. How much. What high score can you get in a minute? Um, and it's a little bit boring. Okay. Like, I've played it probably like twice, and that's like I'm done now. I would not play it again. Um, the other thing is what I kind of expected when I first looked at it. I thought it would be showing me real pictures when I, as I was playing. And then when I was done, I thought, well, maybe it will show me like, okay, if I got like five galaxies, it will show me five galaxy pictures that this telescope has taken a picture of and like tell me about them because that would be kind of neat, right? Like, oh, like, Mm -hmm. no, it's just like the little icons and they're like, you got 10, 
Here's your points. Oh, it didn't really give you any like rewards except for Point. like a high score. Yeah, and I guess I thought so. Okay. I guess what I was expecting was connecting that they would connect the actual telescope to the game a little stronger with like images from this telescope or you know facts about the telescope. I don't know. You have to literally read an article to get any background. So it's just like the two things, like the information about the telescope and the game, are like completely separate. And I thought that the game would be more of a learn 'em up. Uh, and feature some of those like really cool pictures that we've been getting. So that was a little bit of a bummer, mm-hmm. but you know, I bet yeah, it's a cute. I, that's not very learn them up at all. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but hey, you know, it was a cute little game. Um, I thought it was neat to see like a government sponsored game. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but that's it for my honks and bonks. Now you didn't have any honks and bonks, so I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that you have a game pitch. I do. I have a game pitch. It's called Strike First. That's one okay. word, but the F in first is capitalized. All right. Um, it is an action platformer duel fighting game. Uh, and duel fighting might not be completely accurate. Um, it's intended to be 1v1, but I could also see this working as like having like eight players at a time just going at it with how it works but basically it's a very simple game there are two types of attacks for your character you can do a heavy attack which takes like a little bit and by a little bit i mean like one second or even half of a second but like it's like a little bit of a delay between you doing the input and actually doing the attack but it will instantly defeat any enemy that it hits and then you have the fast attack which doesn't actually do any damage Unless you hit an enemy that is charging up their heavy attack, in which case that instantly defeats them. So, like, you can't just walk up and use your killing attack on an enemy because if they see you coming, they can quickly react, do a fast attack, and then they are the ones who strike first and therefore win. So you you have to... Name for it? Did you say the name? Yeah, strike first. Okay. All right. With a capital F. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so each like each the the game is separated into maps. So this is a multiplayer game. Probably um, a bot could work, but I feel like it wouldn't be that satisfying. But um, each level is like multiple screens with plenty of hiding spaces and like different angles to attack from. So like you could jump from above and do an attack in midair, or hide in bushes, or run around and hide blah 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 depending on the level so like there could be a desert level a jungle level a cave level wide variety of levels is the main change up in gameplay so different levels will enable different strategies for how to catch your enemy out but yeah the entire goal is you just catch your enemy by surprise through whatever means you can muster with your heavy attack and then if if you miss if if you don't get enough of a surprise or Uh, give them too much of a chance to react, you're most likely going to get hit by their fast attack and lose yourself. So just got to strike first. Boom. That's my game idea. Cool. What about like looks, feel, who are you? What are you? (laughs) Um, so for some reason, all right, you're right. So, uh, I feel like there's character customization to some extent, Mm -hmm. uh, because the game is so limited in like input. You're, I, I'm not envisioning characters as having like different abilities. Like, may, maybe there is, but mm, I'm not thinking of preset characters. So, like, I like the paper doll style, like marionette style for this kind of game. Mm-hmm. So, 
Like you choose like different gloves, arms, heads and stuff. And the way that it's animated, like it, it would put those to a skeletal structure and it would just play the same animations with different parts over it. If I am making any sense at all, uh, that would be lucky. I feel like I get it. I feel like I get it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other games that use this style. So like, uh, the old heads out there, Adventure Quest, the Flash browser game, used this. Are but yeah, I'm Flash? thinking that you can customize people. And the more games, uh, the way that I'm thinking to reward you continuously playing this game, because it's so simple, I can't imagine there being tons of replay value. But as you win games, you unlock more pieces to customize. Okay. So, you know, you would you would fight other players climb up the ladder and get customizations to make a cooler looking character. So Fortnite. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've never actually played Fortnite. So no, I I mean, I guess Fortnite, you don't necessarily get things for achievements, but it is all about, all about that character customization because it is a pretty Mm -hmm. repetitive game. Okay. (laughs) Maybe I should honk and honk Fortnite. (laughs) 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 I played it a long time ago, but. But yeah, that's uh, Strike First, and do you, Claire, have a pitch to make me? I do, and it might be more of like a vibe check, um, which is okay. when we have a game that we don't necessarily have fully fleshed out, but uh, I may or may not have come up with this because I was doing laundry, like, literally just now. Um, <laughs> it is called Stain Fighters. <laughs> okay. And the idea is that you need to move, remove stains from clothing by assessing the stain and using the right supplies for the type of stain that you're working with. Um, and you'll be judged <laughs> based on the speed and accuracy of your stain removal. You have the like you have the danger of ruining a garment if you like use the wrong product to remove the stain. Um, and I I kind of want it like to go with the fighters theme is like instead of like like I see it as more of like a point and click, but instead of like being just like big hands doing it, it it's like you're like in a you're like mini and you're in like a mini little like spaceship. And you're like shooting the stain with like whatever product. Oh, have. okay. I was gonna say this sounds like, um, you know, lawn mowing simulator or pressure oh. washer simulator <laughs> or something like that. Like one of those kinds of games. But now you're you're taking it you're taking it in a little well, different yeah, direction. It's, it's not. It's not that. It's not just cleaning clothes. Like you have to be like, okay, like read the tag. Like what is this co- fabric made out of? Like can I use this on this fabric or will it ruin the fabric? Like how old is the stain? What was what made the stain? Is it ketchup? Is it dirt? Is it grass? Like there's so many. What you know? Yeah. What are you gonna use to fight it? Are you gonna use OxyClean? Are you gonna use like just like a soak? Are you gonna use like mm-hmm. a special stain stick? Or are you gonna, you know, what are you gonna do? I just do? always would use OxyClean. OxyClean's pretty exclusively. good. Use hydrogen peroxide. That's a choice. Oh, geez. I didn't, no, I only do that for um, flesh wounds. Excuse so, me. Hydrogen peroxide actually is what OxyClean is. That's the, the oxide huh. is the oxy in OxyClean. No, that's like the same reaction, but like it's like a little bit. You can't sell two different products with the same or with different well, or two so of the same products with different names. I mean, they're also different. Comp- like so, like hydrogen peroxide is liquid, whereas OxyClean is usually sold as a powder. So, like, oh, okay. They they react differently. You're not actually supposed to mix the two because of the similar ingredients. Um, but like the oxygen, the oxygenation reaction is like what lifts the stain. So it's a very similar chemical reaction. Okay. Cool. But yeah, OxyClean right. is, is t- tops for sure. 
Um, but there's also different ways to, to treat a stain and, all, and different levels of severity too. Like, are we soaking it for 24 hours or do we just need to run it under some cold water? Like I have gotten out um, chocolate stains and Coca-Cola stains as long as they're immediate by just using cold water only uh, because I love removing stains. It's one of my passions. <laughs> so I, I'm going to say this is this this is not a vibe check because this is a fully fleshed out idea okay. that you just All gave right. me. Good, 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 so, good. You, you I just win like the idea round. of driving around a little like stain uh, ship. Stain ship. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So that's the game. Stain fighters. All right. Fighting the stains. Fighting I would the stains. win. Yeah. Well, you're making the stains, so... <laughs> That's uh, okay. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> well, Mister won't cover wear a. Well, now you wear an. Anyways, quickly moving on before <laughs> before we talk about how disgusting my paint. clothes he are. He just gets paint on them. That's what I'm saying. I know because he's a I... hobby crafter, and there's lots of paint mistakes. <laughs> yeah, and glue. I get glue on my clothes a lot. But anyways, well, are you ready for the rapid though. fire round? Are you rapidly ready to rapidly transition to the rapid fire round? I'm gonna rapidly transition like this. Perfect. Do, 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 do. All right. So the rapid fire round. We are going to randomly generate three words. Uh, we have to create a game using those three words and those three words only. Um, with the title, with all the game mechanics, got to be a full game. We can stretch the words, though. We definitely do. And we only have five minutes to do this. Wow. What a rapid. Here, are you ready for the first three words? First three words. I'm ready. Is the computer. All right. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Well, we didn't get three words, so. What? I guess on mine it's set to do three, but on yours it didn't automatically do it. Oh. Okay. So, that's ah, it. All right. All right. Oh, man, your trackpad is not letting me click on anything. Uh, oh boy, it didn't do it again. Oh uh, jeez. Do you want me okay, to generate okay. three words? Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. Shelf. Shelf. Nervous. Nervous. Bleach. Oh, beach, not bleach. I was thinking about oh. stains too much. <laughs> beach. Okay. Okay. Shelf, nervous, beach. All right. I have a fully formed game idea in my head. Oh, okay. Uh, Go for it. That just spontaneously appeared. All right. So it is a survival horror kind of game you there was a plane or boat crash you are stranded on a beach but it is one of those beaches where it very quickly it's like a shelf so like it's oh, shallow yeah. shallow yeah. and then just suddenly becomes extremely super deep and you have to like the majority of the game is going into the shelf zone which is very dark and deep and makes you nervous because you can't see deep down from the surface you have to swim down uh improving you like your oxygen capability and stuff to get more and more supplies from the crashed ship as you go down layers and layers of shelf because there's okay. multiple like cliffs and you you get increased tools and stuff that allow you to dive deeper and deeper until you can get you know i guess the end goal would be the transmission device from the yeah, sh the ship or whatever and then you can call for help but there's also monsters and stuff 
it, anyways, it's basically Subnautica, but without being completely underwater, like, you do still live on the beach and, like, can go onto the island to collect the most basic supplies. Yeah, I think that's great. It kind of reminds me a little bit, there was a Sims game for the Wii uh, about being stranded on an island. And uh, you didn't have the swimming element. Oh, wait, we need a name before we can call okay. time. Uh, we're calling it can we pick like something beach? I feel like would be good. Like like like, bad bad beach. Broken. Bad bad vibe beach. I said bye bye, but bad vibe beach. Also like. I like bad vibe beach. <laughs> I like. I'm bad gonna call. Vibe I'm gonna beach. call it on that one. Yes. With 20 minutes and 40 seconds left, bad vibe beach. It is. I think you meant two minutes and 40 seconds, not 20. But yeah. What did I say? <laughs> 20. Oh yeah, two two two. <laughs> We can actually have talked about this for 20 full more minutes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ready for my, our next three words? Yes. Good. Good. Draft. Okay. Way. Good draft way. So draft, draft is D-R-A-F-T. Yeah. And way is W-A-Y? W-E-I-G-H. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Good draft way. Mm. Is that how you spell like Little Miss Muffet Saturn curds and way, or is that What's another that? way? Curds and way? Like Lunar Tuffet eating her curds and way? That's W H E Y, I think. I was going to make a Miss Muffet game. Maybe next time. <laughs> um, okay. So, what are we working with here? Um, good way. Okay, so maybe you have to like weigh specific ingredients, like like a British recipe. Okay. And you got to be good at it. But there's a draft. <laughs> and it's blowing your ingredients all around. Okay, well. Do you have a better idea? Okay, well. Mm, I'll well. wait. I'll wait. You can come up with a better idea. I don't have a better idea, but I feel I f I feel like um I don't got I don't got anything better, <laughs> so um I'm gonna let you have this one, and you can also come up with a name because I don't got anything better. <laughs> you just checked all the way out, ah? Yeah, I just checked all the way out. No, hold on. All right. There's a draft that's blowing the ingredients around. I don't know. I like it a lot. Um, when, when, windy, windy waits. It should be a virtual reality game, so you have to like use your. Real oh, hands of course, yes. Like, this is definitely a VR game <laughs> where a strong wind is blowing <laughs> your powders around. Yeah. Whimsy Waits. <laughs> I don't. It's called. Um, doesn't really talk about cooking a lot. I want to feel like, like light as air. Weights and measures. Whimsy Waits. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You didn't. You know. <laughs> I mean, we do have two minutes and thirty seconds to kind of workshop this if we Weights really want measures. to. I like, was gonna be like wait, light as air pastries. That's a really long name. Winsome okay. cooking. Let's yeah. Cook a um, cook a cook a wind wind a cook. Coca Cola. Wind wind cook kick. 
Best baker. Wins in measure. Okay, yeah, I like that. It sounds very fancy. Okay, all right. Great. Like, like, that's a great British baking show. Okay, so time with uh, two minutes. Two minutes left. Oh, wow. Amazing. Two minutes on the dot. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. Incredible. <laughs> okay, well, are we ready for our final three words? Yeah, I for sure am. Great. All right, well, <laughs> those words are greeting. Greeting. Evolution. Evolution. And pace. Like P A C E. P A C E. Pace. Okay. Uh I don't know greeting. I don't know the greeting part. I don't I, I don't know that. But evolution and pace is like mm-hmm. it's one of those evolve em up games. Yeah. I just call yeah, every an genre an um up. It, it, yeah. if you're new here, that's what I do. <laughs> So we already had to learn them up today. So. You start with a, a small, like single-celled organism, and then you can like evolve based on collecting things. But you can't evolve too fast. You can't outpace the environment. Mm. Otherwise, you might have problemos. Otherwise, I don't know what kind of problems you might have, <laughs> but that's my well, idea. Then you just like run out of resources and die, I guess. Oh, oh, right. that's actually, a, yes, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you evolve to, like, a predator and you eat all your prey, uh, yeah, this is kind of just how life works. Like, if the wolves eat all the rabbits in a valley, they then the population of wolves starves, dies down, then the rabbits regrow, and it does that. But in this game, the rabbits don't regrow, so the wolves die. Okay. Yeah. And well, so, for the, for the greetings... So we need okay. that. I think it, this is just like a quick little game mechanic, um, but as different evolutions evolve, uh, you get little greeting cards to tell you like where you're at in the game. Like, happy birthday, new species. Oh, like a little achievement like comes up. <laughs> yeah, and but it's it like just... in the form of a greeting card, like a little envelope, and it's like, yay. Okay. I like this a lot, actually. This is perfect. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and okay. So the game name. Mm-hmm. The name of this game is Greet the World. Greet, Greet the World. Generations Greetings. <laughs> <laughs> like seasons greetings, but gener- generate Okay. Gener- <laughs> uh No. <laughs> Evolutions Greetings. No. Okay. Um Evolutionary Evolutionary Escapades. Evolutionary envelope. I'm this is unrelated, here. but I just yeah. came up with a great name idea based on trying to come up with a name for this. So okay. that that's I, I'm writing that down for next oh, week. Oh, game idea. Okay. Okay. Pitch. I'm great. just writing the name, and I'll hope it for the best. Okay. Boom. I'm excited. There we go. It. All right, so for this game, we need it. We got two minutes left, and we need to come up with a name for it's this. A good game. Ep- so actually, did we even talk about like what the actual gameplay is like? Not so really. you are different animals collecting resources and collecting resources. Um, I kind of see it like that. Didn't weren't you playing a game like that where there's like generations and or no, maybe it was like a school game. Yeah, it was for it was like a learn them up, like a real world. There's an actual game about evolution that you could play in school. Okay. Where, like, basically you're in, like, a biome and you add things to the biome and you kind of just, like, 
manipulate it to hopefully like create like a balanced biome. I was kind of picturing oh. it like that, except like more leaning into the evolutionary part where like you're trying to like evolve a certain creature to a certain point. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was seeing it as like you control like a specific creature uh, yeah. who has no, I saw that too, but... morph powers like evolves quickly. Oh, like quickly. one creature. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, like a real Which... life like... Or... That's not how evolution works, so I guess no. my idea sucks. So no, it doesn't no. suck. It just maybe isn't evolution. It's like the Pokemon version of evolution, yeah. or like the the comic book version. It'll um, be evolution up, evolution up. <laughs> uh, okay, e- evolution up with forty four seconds left to go. Beautiful. I'm calling it. I'm calling time. Woo! That's good. Evolution up. It is good. I think it, so. it, it, it's the naming convention that I love the most, which is an M up, M up and except and it doesn't have an N up, M, M, but M it's, it's, it's close enough. It's close enough. I Evolution. So. I'm up. Evolution. I'm up. Although that, I mean, I already ended time, but like as soon as it became evolution, I'm up or evolution up. It makes me want it to be like a top down shoot 'em up game. No. Because the name is sound so close. No. But. All right. Okay. Well, there's also right. learn em ups. There's also, you know, there's the, yeah. all the em ups. Well, I've made every genre an em up. Like, I referenced uh, CRPGs last episode. That's what I'm I saying. It doesn't have it, to be a shoot em up. That would be a tabletop em up, a tabletop RPG em up. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. hey, thanks anyways. for listening. Yeah, that's our show. Uh, if you want to find us on the web, you can find us on social media. At Make That Game Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I almost said Facebook, and it's like you cannot find us no. there. That is the one no. place. Um, you can also send us an email at Make That Game Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and we love hearing what you think about the show. If there's any games you think we should try for our honk and bonk sections, if you have any uh, inspiration you want us to use during a rapid fire round, we love all of those things. Or if you come up with a cooler thing that you want to share, absolutely. Um, and also tweet around, post around using the hashtag make that game hashtag, the hashtag, hashtag make that game. <laughs> um, <laughs> the hashtag make that game hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> And hashtag, if you hashtag want to continue and make any of the games you heard today, we hashtag encourage you to hashtag make, make that, that game. game. Hooray! Yay.